Hey, welcome back to another episode of Casual Hype. I'm Milo Rodriguez, and today I'm joined by one of the owners of uh, Stacks. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? To- yeah, what's up, everybody? Brian from Stacks, awesome. So, Happy how you to doing today? Good, man. How you been? Pretty good, man. Just hanging. But um, do you want to? Since we're recording today, today's episode in uh, your store today, do you want to tell us, uh, tell the people about your store? You know. Uh, so my store is called Stacks Austin. Uh, we're uh, based out of Austin, Texas. Um, we sell a lot of 90s streetwear, vintage clothing, um, as well as brands like Supreme, Bay, Palace. Um, we're just kind of the street culture, and we want to bring it to Austin. Um, we kind of just want to bring it to Austin just because this is what like we like, um, and it's never really been kind of like a priority for Austin to have like a fashions like uh yeah. like anywhere that you can really go to like buy sell and trade like your personal belongings and stuff like that. So we kind of just wanted to have that spot for us, but then we ended up just creating it for other people. Yeah, that's what's up, you know. You know, you gotta expose the people to, you know, this kind of culture. You know, exactly. you gotta spread exactly. the word out. But um so uh talking the store, um so how what led you to, you know, kind of open your store i know you opened it with uh your friend uh yeah, daniel daniel, right? daniel. Yeah. so uh what kind of led y'all to to you know collab together to make this store happen um so it's kind of it's kind of funny how it happened actually um so i was i was just thrifting I, I was selling you know the clothing like i was doing um i had opened up like a little store inside of my apartment um dan wanted to open up his own sneaker store so um it kind of got Dan Dan got a little farther into opening up his own sneaker store. He was looking for spots and stuff like that. Um, I had asked him if I can put some of the clothing in there and we can just have like a sneakers and clothes. You know what I'm saying? I'll break him off a little something. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just ended up, we got deep in it together. Yeah, and then yeah. it kind of just ended up being, hey, let's just let's just do it together. Yeah. Just us two. Might, might we, as well, we, right? We, yeah, we create well. it and then we can sell sneakers and clothing. And um I mean, if you if you've been in here now, I mean, we don't even sell sneakers anymore. Yeah, so yeah. the yeah. clothing kind of took off. Um, like you were saying before we even started, I mean, the vintage and Supreme and stuff like that has been has been elevating so much over the past yeah, few yeah, years. For sure. And like I was telling you, it's, it's it's really based off of social media. So social media has like such a big impact on what people think nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you have like uh, celebrities or just like YouTube famous people, they they rock certain clothing and certain styles of themselves. Um, so it really does help out a lot as far as like what they wear, other people want to wear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, they got the influence over yeah, the people. So exactly. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, talking uh, how you opened up the store with your friend Daniel, um, how to did how how did y'all meet? You know, was it uh, like- me, me and Dan, we met through um, mutual friends. Uh, we actually met person face to face at a uh, Lance Mountain release. Um, it, we camped out for Lance Mountains at Fast Forward. Um, I was about a freshman in high school. I think he was around like senior in high school. Um, so the age, the age difference was is definitely there. there. Yeah. Um, but we 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 always had the same mindset. We've always been on the same page, and um, that's my boy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, talking, um, he I know he had mentioned before that y'all used to work at uh, Nice yeah, Kicks. Both y'all used to work at Nice Kicks. Yes, so you know that. You know, Nice Kicks is obviously, you know, a, a set company already. You know, right. they have multiple stores, you know, in right. the United States and everything. But, like, 
what led you and you were obviously involved already in the, the sneaker culture and right. stuff like that there at uh, nice kicks but what kind of what was the final thing that you know just kind of let's leave a company that's already you know set instead of growing with the company what you know was the thing that was like you know hey i want to leave this company and you know start my own thing i think it's just um everybody had their everybody kind of had the same reasoning for leaving um i don't really want to get into yeah like yeah that, that's fine that, yeah, that, yeah yeah that's fine we don't um, have to get into you know yeah, personal um, but everybody had the same reasons um but as far as you know not wanting to actually grow with the company i just feel like i know me and dan always had the mindset of why work for somebody else yeah exactly do your own thing you know what i'm saying you have your own dreams don't don't I know I'm not going to say, you know what I'm saying? There's there's a lot of people that do that. You know, they grow with companies. They, they yeah. like their jobs. All respect. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have nothing against it. But just for our mindset, we wanted to build our own dreams. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We, yeah, yeah. we didn't want to help somebody else build theirs. You so want to further yourself. Right, you know? right. And it's all about progression. If you ever meet, hear me and Dan, it's, it's all about progressing. Yeah. We never want to stay in the same boat. Yeah, we yeah. always want to expand. Yeah, yeah. I know Um, this is not... I know y'all just recently moved to this location here right. on uh, MLK, right. uh, but I know y'all had another location up north, uh, you know, and before Daniel had mentioned, you know, y'all were there for what, how long, maybe a year? Maybe like a year and a half or so. A year and a half. Yeah. And even while y'all were there, y'all were, y'all, y'all still had the mindset of, hey, we, we don't want to stay here. We want to move up yeah. and move to a bigger location. Right. And so, um, and so I know here being at this new store you've only been here for two months right Around two months two yeah, months yeah. uh are y'all still on that mindset of hey you know we need a most definitely we want to we want to improve obviously most you know definitely so uh, every single day like i said it's, it's, it's all about expanding that's that's what we in this business for um like i said we started off in pretty much a closet so i mean every day every day that we expand is, is a successful day yeah yeah um it's all about just growing like you said growing with the company yeah. This is this is right now. I I don't I don't see as myself being here as being like an owner. I could do whatever I want. No, I'm I'm at work right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I wanna I wanna do whatever I can throughout my day to make sure the stacks is progressing. Yeah, and I appreciate you. You know, having the time to you know talk to talk to me about yeah, on this no podcast. Problem. You know, this is obviously you know it is your business, so you're taking time out of your day to you know do this. Yeah. So um yeah. Thanks a lot, but uh, you know, appreciate it. You know, no, give, yeah, this give is us awesome, this is this, yeah. this is dope. I, so, I, I, I've only been in like a couple of interviews, but this 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 is dope, man. I like this with the yeah. whole mic setup and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh you know slowly growing, but you know as well, obviously like your mindset. I'm always you know striving to do better and better. Right. So, but yeah, um, so let's get a little bit more of uh, what your store. You sell vintage. Um, do you, where do you get the vintage? Do you buy it off people? Do you? I know you recently just got back from uh dallas you said yeah uh from purchasing stuff do you want to explain a little bit about where the where the vintage clothing comes from so um at first obviously it started off by just us thrifting we go to goodwill and family thrift there used to be a lot more thrifts here in austin than there are now some of them got shut down i I don't think they were doing that well um we also buy sell trade so we pretty much offer to people in store um, we'll cash you out or you can or I'll, I'll give you store credit for stuff and you can trade it for other stuff that you might like. Um, we also do travel. Um, I know this past month we've gone to Houston, Dallas, Atlanta and Vegas. Um, really, wherever it's at. I mean, we, we meet new people every day. Um, there's also people that have um, like mutual 
friends like that are yeah like friends that have like mutual things that we sell you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's, it's all the same thing so like they'll they'll like connect us and then we'll kind of like network and stuff like that so it's really all about meeting new people once you meet somebody from houston he might have somebody that lives in dallas it's like hey man i got somebody that lives in dallas that sells a bunch of hats a bunch of jerseys a bunch of windbreakers whatever i got somebody up in el paso that sells a bunch of windbreakers. you know yeah so it's like get to the point where we start following people on instagram we hit up people hey can you ship stuff to us oh you can't ship we'll go out there stuff like that so really wherever it is is where we're gonna go so yeah that, that that's also something crazy that you know that's just crazy to me it's like how you know people connect over obviously you know the same interest right and so how you know you're networking with people to you know bring you know stuff here to austin right and so i know you said las vegas and, yeah. and all that stuff so i mean that's that's crazy and you know that kind of kind of goes on to like you know there are events yeah. that people put on just for uh just this kind of you know wear and stuff yeah. so it's kind of crazy you know where you know it's growing to the point where you know there are events specifically to this this topic and so and you know it's just obviously you know over time what would you say you know vintage wear is you know growing man i say i i think i think 90 streetwear culture has in my personal opinion it's never died that's just that's just where i stand yeah, yeah. but definitely you have seen like just the just the come up honestly you just see like it used to be the, the point where when we were in school me and dan were in school people used to say stuff all you shop at goodwill man what, what are you getting what, what, what are you getting at goodwill bro like i'd be like you know what i'm saying like well, it's 90s you know salem you know nutmeg starter jackets you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah so then it wasn't cool and now yeah i mean you can walk down the street and see anybody they're rocking vintage they're yeah. rocking 90s vintage and that's just what it is i, I don't know i don't know where it came about or how it came about, but I just know it makes me happy to see people that are into the same thing that I've been into for a while. You know, what I'm saying? I, I've always wanted this to come back, and yeah. now it's here, and I'm I'm happy as hell. So you're kind of kind of saying like a trendsetter for you know your. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say trendsetter. I I don't really like like view myself like that, but I you, mean, you were you were ahead of the crowd. I was ahead, yeah, of the game, ahead of the game. Ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. And I know um, obviously like people before, like you said when you would tell them like where you shop like right. goodwill and you know savers and all yeah, these other yeah. places um they'd be like well that's kind of yeah, you like, know why, why are you shopping, shopping there, there? like you got no money or something yeah like, exactly oh. like it's it set like a stereotype of yeah. like of like a, a a fair like you know you could say like a broke kind of vibe right. or something right but now you see people you know going out and going to all these you know thrift stores thrift and stuff stores, yeah. so it's crazy like in you know even people who um who go out there's like obviously a little thrift stores here and there right. and they tend to you know not tell people where they go yeah. like they kind of trying to keep it secret keep it down keep low. it down low because yep. you know you know once you know people find out about it you know then people, you know people, people are gonna see yeah, exactly yep. exactly so you want to keep that you know to yourself you know right but I, I think that's you know another thing that i find really crazy about the vintage where you know uh movement is like how people went from hating on people who right. shop that, you know, because it's basically like they're they're viewing it as almost like a hand me down. Yeah, exactly, like a hand me down. But, but it's I mean, not another one man's trash, another man's trash. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you if, if you can find something that you can rock, you know, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be all you know name brand or any of that stuff. It doesn't you have, have to, to break the bank. To exactly. Fresh. You can. You I can. It. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of you know fire pieces out there that you know you can do. Keep it on the down low. Exactly. Keep low price. You know what I mean, and still look really nice in it. Yeah. But um that from the price i know you also sell um 
a lot of like Supreme and right. vape and stuff like that. Right. And so, uh, where do you see, um, I know Supreme started off as a, a skater brand, mm -hmm. New York, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. small or was it New York? Or, it was New, it was York, New York, New York. Yeah. It started off small, but now over time, you know, more people and more people are getting into it. Right. And so, and they're collabing with more, you know, recognizable brands, like bigger brands out there, like North Face. And, right. and uh, uh, I think they did a Comer des Garçons. Yeah, uh, they did one with Louis. Yeah, Louis. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, logos. yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's wild, honestly, because uh, Supreme has also been around since 94. Yeah, it's been it's been around for yeah, a long so time. So it, it kind of, it, it, that was one of those brands as well that's kind of like, it, it really came out of nowhere. People just started liking it. I don't know. I don't know really what it was. Um, I was probably in high school when I saw my first Supreme piece. It was a CDG um, polka dot Supreme okay, yeah. logo hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that. I, I, I don't. I don't even know to this day if it was real or not. But hey, shout out my boy Roy, man. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He was the first guy I seen hey. to wear Supreme. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go on. Oh, I was I was gonna say like I, I mean it's it's definitely grown a lot. I don't, I don't know what you're gonna ask about how we sell it or something. Yeah, so um, it might have you might have answered it earlier where you said um you get your pieces from like connection obviously, but right. you you also get it from like uh do you ever you yourself or people who work here like go online and like yeah, try yeah. to copy so yourself? Every Thursday we got we got people that go online for us and uh, order some stuff. Um, sometimes it's it's I, I, honestly a lot of the stuff now. Um, if I could just speak on a subject real fast, um, Supreme now it's it's getting to the point where it's like you have uh, apps like StockX. Um, they're putting Supreme pieces on there for like forty eight dollars, fifty dollars. So it's getting harder and harder for you to get new stuff and resell it. Yeah, because you're already paying, say, a T-shirt. It's thirty or it's thirty four dollars retail plus ten dollars shipping. Hey, what's up, man? Plus ten dollars shipping, which makes it forty four bucks. When they're selling it for $50, it's going to be kind of hard for you to resell it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're kind of moving on to the, you know, the resell. They're kind of right. bringing it down to making it more difficult for y'all, yeah. for people to, you know, resell and stuff. So, I mean. So, as far as going online and stuff like that, I mean, we do it every now and then um, just to get the bigger drops. But mm -hmm. as far as like GR items that we can get, people are going to bring it in. They're going to sell it to us in person. So, we really don't go online for stuff like that too often. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's that's crazy where it's like, you know, Supreme and all that stuff. I reselling, you know, bigger comp. They're making bigger companies, obviously, like StockX or right. I think does Goat as well. Goat, no, Goat doesn't do streetwear, does it? Goat does, yeah, it, like Goat, um, Grailed, StockX, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. They're all just like resell apps. Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy, like how people took that business notion of like you know reselling items right. for other people and like they made a whole business for right. And they got backings from like you know celebrities yeah. and all this stuff, and that's crazy. Like, you know, I recently Goat signed uh, what's his name, uh, Kaizo Kumar, I think his name was, an NBA player from LA. Okay. Uh, they signed him as a a rep, like for the okay. brand, and so that's crazy. Where you know something yeah, like wild. that, I didn't even I didn't even know that. Yeah, so it's like it's crazy where it's like an NBA player has the access of like hundreds of thousands right. of like rare sneakers to wear on court, but yeah. Right. Um, yeah enough with the you know hype stuff but um back to the store um with you uh so obviously opening a store isn't a very easy task right um do you any notable like you know setbacks or putbacks or anything that came up when you know you know starting um, a store 
I would definitely say like the most the most thing me me and Dan always say is like you only get back as much as you put in. So when we when we started the store, it it was a kind of a mutual agreement that we both wouldn't have jobs. This is our job. So like we were telling you before, it's, it's at this point it's got to work. Yeah, you 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 have to put in a hundred percent now because if you don't. You don't have nowhere to live. You don't have any food. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah, have yeah. no gas in your car. You can't get nowhere. So this has to work. You're going. You're going from like, like I don't know. Like me, me and Dan, we used to wake up at like 5 a.m. every morning and go to Hillsboro, flipping shoes from the outlet. That's just what we did. Ebay's, um, Etsy, Mirakami, mm-hmm. or not Mirakami. Uh, what's the word of that? Uh, Mercari, Mercari. It's like an app. It's just like a five mile or offer up or something like that. Yeah, we're selling on stuff like that. So it's just like. If, if you like really want to do it, you will go out of your way to do it. Sick. And it's just like some of the things we had to, I mean, like we didn't have a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have any jobs. So that I'd say that was like probably the biggest thing that we had to like overcome mm-hmm. if I had to say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, starting a store, like you said, it's not, it's not easy, but I wouldn't say that it's like, it's going to be the hardest thing in your life that you've ever done. Yeah. But it just goes back to just like loving what you do and stuff like that. If you love it, then you'll forever do it. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a little break here because sorry, right, for sure. yeah. Sorry about the little break. Uh, we had some people come into the store. We are recording in the stack store, but while I while uh, you know they came in, I I was watching you know how you know how you, somebody brought in their you know old stuff, right? And um, when when it comes to that, how do you what do you like obviously like what do you look for when you're buying people's stuff you know what i mean like um some sometimes it's, it's, it's a little different each time some days i'm looking for stuff that's just that i don't have or that i need like certain days i'm just like hey man just just for the day i'm looking for jackets just for the day i'm looking for hats man or or it, it could go from i mean some some people just don't even bring anything i'm looking for so it's it's i mean a lot of the times i just pass on everything like that guy uh, i just grabbed like three things out of maybe like 25 items that he brought so some days you're not always going to find something but i mean as far as what i look for like most of the time when people bring in stuff like that it's going to be vintage clothing so i mean anything as far as t-shirts like sports t-shirts always has to be single stitch you know check the dates mm-hmm. um obviously the wear stuff like that i mean it's it just it's different each time yeah so um also the other thing uh the interaction with the people right uh you know you know every person that comes in i saw with the people that came in you kind of, you know, you just kind of vibe with them and just kind of, you know, interaction with them and, you know, carry the conversation and everything. Do you think that, you know, with the, you know, this kind of stuff you bring, it brings people, you know, together and just kind of, you know. Most definitely, I feel like it does. Um, I just like, I've always been a people person, I guess, in my own opinion. I, I just like having conversations with people. It's always cool to meet new people. Like my homies just walked in right now. What's up, bro? How you doing? Oh, it's, yes, sir. Hey, How you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you, Eloy. Uh, it's always good to have some kind of relationship with your customers. You know what I'm saying? They they always want to know that you feel com- that they feel. I want you to feel like you're comfortable in here. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like, hey, that guy's a little awkward or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I want you to be able to just talk to me like you know me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're cool. We're friends. You know what I'm saying? You're in my store. I got what you need. You know what I'm saying? You, you like everything in here. It's all gravy in here. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That, that's a. You know, it's really chill, but yeah, yeah. no, I've been to, I've been in stores where it's like you walk in, and you're just like, 
there's like one person they're just kind of sitting at the counter and they're just, just like there on their phone yeah on their phone and, they and don't just say nothing to yeah you. they don't even say hi to you yeah they don't say like, hi when you walk in they don't say bye when you leave i will always want to make sure when you walk into my store you will hear somebody greet you you will hear somebody tell you thank you you will hear somebody tell you goodbye yeah and that's just what it is it's all about you know southern hospitality i guess yeah that's what it is but yeah but yeah another thing also uh while i was sitting here um I was looking around the store, you know, you right. have a lot of, um, you, you're not just, you know, also, you know, clothing as well, but you, you also have like a lot of, um, I see posters of old school, you know, um, uh, posters and, you know, you know, magazines and right. just everything, you know, just, is that also something, you know, you, you sell and, you know, look forward? Um, I, I don't really sell it too often. This is kind of like my personal items. Um, this is like really what I enjoy the most. Um, toys and posters and magazines and stuff like that. That's that's what I personally enjoy the most as far as vintage goes. I'm into clothes, you know what I'm saying? I'm into all that kind of stuff, but really the toys is just that shit's so cool to me. Like literally how it looks in here is how my room looks at home. Even when come coming down to the racks and everything, I have racks set up. I just like like the view. I don't know. I like the vibe in here, like you said. Um but yeah, the, the toys and stuff, I mean all that stuff I just thrifted. Um like the the homie that we just had a combo with, um, he I met him at the bins. So pretty much what the bins are, they bring out big, um, like almost like dumpsters, yeah. and they just fill them up like every two hours, and you just go through it, and it's all price by pound. So you get I think it's around a dollar fifty a pound. Mm. So you can get a basket full of stuff, and you can spend about seven bucks. So I, that's what I like going. That's where I get like all the toys and the magazines and stuff like that. So that's I, I really enjoy that. I keep it for myself though, obviously. Yeah, just kind of give a your yeah. own personal taste to it. I sell it sometimes, but it really has to be someone like, uh, hey, I used to have this when I was a kid, man. You know what I'm saying? Like an yeah. older dude. They have a I'll connection, you know. Yeah. Connection have some sort of connection, not not for you to just be like, this is dope. I want it. I want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, they I have to have a more. Yeah. they have an emotion, emotional connection <laughs> yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, but um, also um. So I know you you buy you buy a lot of stuff from a lot of people. Right. Um, what is like you could say uh, some of the items you know that you that come into the store where it's like you know like really you know caught your eye and they're like you know really valuable in your eyes. Um, if anything, I would say I have a homie. His name is shout shout out to Internet Scammer. Um, one of my homies. He he comes and sells it here every now and then. But he he's brought in some really dope stuff, man. He's brought in some like some rap tees and stuff, but he's brought in some like things that I wouldn't even ever think about, like Bow Wow rap tees or TI. Um, he brought um, Chicago Bull rap style, like all, all over print um, 96 championship tee. Mm -hmm. um, man, it's just like every day that you see something you don't know about, that's just dope. Yeah. So it's, it's it really, really every single day I'm wowed by something that someone brings in. Like some, just today I bought, um, uh, Jay and Silent Bob action figure. Yeah. Never seen that before in yeah. my life. I love the movie. Never seen an action figure like that before in my life. So every single day we're wowed by something that comes in. Something here. cool that comes yeah. in the store. Yeah, it's just up. Um, you know, obviously there there's multiple types of, you know, uh different eras of vintage. Right. And um, you know, just clothing wise, uh, what is one of your, you know, areas that you find the most uh interesting, interesting, you know? Um if you had to, you know, choose one. If I had to choose one, for some odd reason, I'm really into VHS tapes. VHS tapes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is, but every time I go thrifting, I go straight to the movie section. It's just like it's just something cool, like the like 
I, I really don't. I really can't explain. It. Like I have a I have a TV setup, right? Yeah, that, that's really dope. I, I like VHS that. Yeah. tapes that I find, and it's just they're really dope to me. Like all those toys, action figures, and stuff like that. That, like I said, that's that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like as far you can pass, I will pass all the clothes, the jackets, the hats, all that. If there's toys, that's what I want. Yeah, that's what you look for. Yeah. So, um, also, uh, thinking about vintage, uh, yes, yeah, um. Also, with obviously, you know, sneakerwear, that's also a big thing. Right. Um, I know we're next door to uh, Texas ne- Shoe Exchange. Yeah, Texas Shoe Exchange, right. you know. Uh, but with the re- retro of sneakers, you know, um, what, in your opinion, is one of the most, you know, what do you, what brand do you see as the most retro of them all? Like, you know, brand. As far as sneakers go? Yeah, as far as sneakers, you know. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, it, it would probably most likely be Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I mean, they they retro pretty much every single one of his shoes. Yeah. But there's also brands like Fila that are coming back around. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like things like that. And that goes back to like the whole vintage scene just coming out of nowhere. Like yeah. it's it's literally going from, like I said, people like almost being like a, a tactic for just like for me to say you you don't have any money you're wearing something for goodwill mm-hmm. now it's bigger brands like Fila bringing back their stuff yes yeah. bringing back their t-shirts um Paxson even even making vintage t-shirts with the dated print on it yeah like that kind of stuff it's 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 not cool to me honestly yeah but it's the fake it's the yeah, fake it's, it's like the fake the, vintage but people know if you if you shop here you you still on the right track you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You, you want you want the real vintage don't don't settle for less yeah um but definitely the most, I mean, the most retro company of them all is, I mean, Jordan does the best. Yeah. Jordan does so, the best. So um, in your opinion, uh, what is one of your, you know, favorite, you know, retro Jordan out there? I would probably say the Flint 13. Flint that was That was my first Jordan I ever bought or my mom ever bought me. Yeah. Um, I was like seven years old, I think. They came out in 05. I was about seven. That was the first pair of Jordan I ever had. I remember I, I used to wear them on the wrong feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, I still want them to this day. Anybody out there listening got a size 11, you know what I'm saying, for yeah. 100 bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, always looking out for them deals, right? Most um, definitely. Uh, another, uh, I know like Reebok and uh, what other um, Adidas, they're trying right. to, you know, come back with the, well, I mean, Reebok, they got the Aztecs. Right. Uh, the I think I think Reebok has always kind of had. I don't think they ever really switched it up, really. So I I really wouldn't I wouldn't really categorize their thing as like being retro because mm-hmm. honestly they never they never really changed anything about the way their shoe looked. I don't know. I, I really don't know where to where to put them in that. Yeah, because I know they've been they've been releasing just re-releasing all right. the same models and everything. Yeah. So like the Club C's and the you know classics and all that right. stuff. But also like uh, with Adidas, I know they they made a shoe that everybody was uh, people were saying it's a copy. I don't mm-hmm. remember if they were the classic '90s. They look exactly like Reeboks. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen them. They're like uh, they have like I a have. red line uh, on it. I remember what I wish I had a picture here. But uh, but with you know obviously bigger companies are coming. You know they're kind of getting the vibe of you know right. oh people are really into this stuff. You know I definitely will say I think Adidas they just. I mean, they took over at one point in time. Then the sneaker game, Adidas was the top dog, even over Nike, over Jordan, over everybody. Adidas mm-hmm. was the shoe, and uh, I definitely will say, 
if I didn't have pick Jordan to be the best, you'd, Adidas you'd, would definitely be Adidas. Nice. Yeah, because I I don't know who the, who's doing their marketing or what it is, but they they're out there. It's man. They're, they're doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so also, uh, you know, you're really involved into the the vintage uh, culture. Um, yeah. Is that is that you know is that all you wear? Is that all you you know? Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, vintage clothing is all I wear. Um, I just caught my first Supreme piece not too long ago. Really? A Public Enemy joint. Uh, the White House, and mm. honestly, I think I I think that really showed me that I just I like vintage clothing. I don't know, maybe I just that's the only taste I have is just wearing stuff like that. Because I mean, I looked at every Supreme shirt we had, mm-hmm. and that was the one that stuck out the most to me. And it just yeah. happened to be Public Enemy. Yeah, yeah. Public so I was Enemy. just like, maybe this is just where I go. Where you go? This where is you... just where I fit right here. You're you're there at the vintage yeah. point. I, I don't else. have no problem with it either. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean there's nothing wrong with it. me. Yeah, there's there's a lot of you know, you know, fire pieces out there that are from the old school right. days, and so it's like it's crazy. Um, but I won't I won't ever say I don't like Supreme. I, I I like I like what Supreme does, and I like like the artwork that they use and stuff like that. I think it's like really creative and all that. Um, it's just not really my style. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear it personally. So with the Supreme, um, have you seen uh, you know a decline in interest in Supreme? I definitely see. A lot more people. They they just I, I like I said it goes back to even the vintage. Honestly, it kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, it it, it literally came out of nowhere. And like I said, the first time I ever saw somebody wear Supreme, I was still in high school. I was probably like a sophomore, junior in high school. Yeah. And then when once we graduated, I started working on ice kicks. Um, and that's when I really started seeing Supreme everywhere. And people were putting them on social media. People were wearing the shirts and everything like that. Um, but since I give it to from 2016, from when it first kind of took off to now it's insane yeah supreme is everywhere yeah. everybody knows what supreme is if, even if you don't even if you can't name a supreme shirt you know what supreme you, you, is you see the box see, the box yeah, logo red it. box like logo the red box that says yeah. supreme yeah that's it people know it yeah yep. so um <clears throat> also back to your store now um what are some uh you know you could say some thrifting tips you could say you could say like when people you know i know like me personally i can go to like you know thrift shops and everything but it's just like you know sometimes i don't have you the patience to look around and stuff and so it's like what are some things you know if you want to say if anything like um what are some things you look out when you go you know obviously i would probably say the the biggest part of going thrifting is the patience. Yeah, it, it's the patience for sure. Because I mean, you could go like say like I was going back to the bins. I could be at the bins for five hours and I won't find a thing. Yeah, but it's just it, it's just like the fact that you could go the next day and be there for five minutes and find a whole basket worth of stuff. It's just a hit or miss, honestly. And really, yeah, it's just about the patience. I mean, really, it's it, it's about that not finding anything and still wanting to go back tomorrow. Yeah. Cause there is a chance for tomorrow. The drive. And some people don't look at it like that. Yeah. They see it as I went there before, man, there ain't nothing there. Yeah. I was like, you didn't go there today. Yeah. They're bringing they're... out new stuff every single day, bro. Yeah. So I'd say, I say, yeah, as far as thrifting, it, it really just takes a lot of patience. And um, I mean, you got to hit all the stores. If you want it, you got to hit them all. Cause there, there's people out there that, that are hitting them every single day and every minute of the day they can. Like there's a guy out there named Mr. Wong Vincent. Shouts out Mr. Wong if you listen to this. <laughs> um, he thrifts every single day. Every single day he's in there, and he's from the South Side. So here in Austin, it's kind of like a thing where 
there's certain people that go to the south side. There's certain people that go to the east side. Certain people go to the north side. Everybody on the north side knows each other. Everybody on the south side, and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows each other. Everybody yeah, yeah. knows who's supposed to be there, who's supposed to not supposed to be there. Yeah, not, yeah. Not really not supposed to be there, but you, but know, yeah, you, you see you, them be you, like, hey, you what, know, you, what, what you doing over here, yeah, man? You, they recognize. supposed to be over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Mr. Wong, he, he goes every single day. I got mad respect for what he does, man, because he, he comes up on some fire. And yeah. that's just what it is. You just got to have the patience, and you got to be, be able and be willing to go out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably why I'm not, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I do enjoy the vintage wear and everything. And um, I do enjoy that, you know, that culture, but it's just, it's just not for me. I right. just, I'm I not a very you. patient person sometimes, but um, yeah, yeah, but uh, it's, everybody's, you know, taste and everything. But um, uh, also um, another thing uh, I know we see, I see t-shirts, you know, you got your, um, your windbreakers, right. you know, your hats and everything uh, between everything. Uh, what, you know, what do you see people, you know, going towards more? I know, uh, like the jerseys too. Mm-hmm. What, what is something? What is one item like in, you know, what sells the most? I would say probably. I mean, I'll offer if the t-shirts sell probably the best. The best. Um, but now that it's it's a little cold here in Austin, the the windbreakers and the jackets are moving pretty fast. The beanies have been moving pretty well. Um, the hats always do well. You just have to have the right hats. Yeah. People people kind of like me myself personally. I don't really care too much about what the hat is or like what team it is or anything mm-hmm. like that. I look for more colors, yeah, uh, styles, stuff like that, like different kind of artwork on it. That's what I look for. But certain people look for teams. So you have to make sure you got the right teams. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if it's like the Indianapolis Colts or something, most people aren't going to really go for it. Dallas Cowboys, that sells really well. Yeah. We're in Texas. Yeah, we're you know? in Texas. Yeah. So it, it just goes to really, like I said, knowing your customers and stuff like that, having kind of like a building a relationship with them, knowing what they like and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you said uh, you have a lot of uh, reoccurring customers that right. come back, you know, every day. And, mm-hmm. you know, do you ever like sometimes, you know, they let you know, like, hey, I'm looking in for this. Right. Do you ever like, you know, yeah. hit, hit them up like whenever you do get a piece that they're, you yeah, would yeah. think, you know, they'd be interested um, in? I actually have a homie named Jacob. He He's into the San Francisco 49ers. Everything in San Francisco we get, he's going to buy. Yeah. We got one in today. Um, I sent him a Snapchat this morning. He said, bet I'll be by today. Seattle. So it's kind of like that. I I know what you want. I'll look for it. If I find it, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. So back again um, with, uh, you know, the vintage wear and all that, the culture, you know, people are really knit tight, you know, right. together. And obviously uh, that's one thing, you know, I said looks is really interesting to me where, you know, people are building relationships over, you know, common interests and stuff. So right. um, pretty much, you know, it's just a movement, you know, just right. it's a big movement. It definitely so, is. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, you know, we've been talking for a good amount of time. Uh, you know, I appreciate you, you know, coming on and, you know, yeah, talking no to me. Problem, uh, obviously, trying to, you know, I learn new things, you know, and then also people that, you know, listen to it, you know, they're going to, you know, obviously get involved into the culture and everything. Right. And, you know, um, so. And, and I hope they do. This This. This is awesome. If you listen to this, what 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 we do every day is it's, it's literally the coolest thing in the world. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like the way I like the things we get to see and we get to do this. This is like a like a dream come true for me to just be able to just like sell clothes all day and buy clothes all day and just look through what different people have on the different styles that people have and different opinions that people have on certain things. It's just like for me, that's 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that's so cool to me. And if you could do the same thing, I'd, I'd encourage it. Yeah, so uh, you know, if you find something that you're passionate for, right. you know, if, obviously, if you find something you love and you're passionate about, and you, you want to do it, 
do it. Yeah. Just go hundred percent full throttle. Don't stop yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, you know, come check out stacks on, uh, the, the address, um, 309 West Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. So yeah, you're in Austin, Texas. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning into another episode of casual. Hype. thank you, Brian, for, you know, being on the show, you know, sure. thanks yeah. For me, man. All right, man. See, see ya.